Hi everyone, this is JC with the You Made New Podcast. We are up to episode 25. That's kind of cool. I don't know where this is going, but here we are and it's kind of fun. Today I'm switching gears and like I keep saying, I'm probably annoying you, but I'm going to say it again. I am going to talk about something that's already been on my own mind this week that I've been battling in my own head. So we're going to do it together because I know I'm not alone. Um, as you probably saw from the title on the episode, we're going to talk about the messages in our head. We have talked about this a lot. I know, I know, but we're going to get more specific today because I had to do that this week for myself. I saw something starting to get in my head, starting to mess with me. And so I sat back and like really wanted to get specific about what I could do to cope with that. We're talking about the messages that get in our head about our body, our beauty, our weight, our self, those little voices back in the back of our mind that often we feel victim to. We just kind of let them take us down and we are swamped with insecurity. Sometimes they're so subconscious, we don't even know they're back there whispering in the back of our head. So again, we've talked about this Um but it's okay to review it because, again, this is a huge battle we face as women, an ongoing, daily, relentless battle. So there's no problem with having to hammer it out and hammer it out. What do we do again? Okay, let's talk about this together. How do we get past these messages so they don't define us and so they don't impact us in a way that completely takes us out and, and leaves us so insecure and so miserable that we're just stuck. Um, I'm, I'm at the point in my life, um, I'm almost 50, where I've been a teenager. I remember all the voices when you're a teen about not enough and, and, and you're assessing every part of your body and feeling like this or that isn't right and, and my, your beauty doesn't compare. I think a lot of you guys that are teenagers now, it's more brutal than it was for me because you're faced with social media. And the images that others put up there that you'll just feel like you can never measure up. So the messages could deal with something with that. I've been through the pregnancy, childbearing years. Um, that does a lot to a woman's body. I'm going into the aging process now where that's becoming more apparent. And that can really be um, something that triggers some messages in our head. We've talked a lot about the golden image of beauty and how we see her everywhere. And how the standard that our culture presents to us um, for women is impossible. And as we compare ourselves to that standard, the messages can come from there. Where immediately we begin to see that we're not enough. And I'm, I just will never look like that. And my skin isn't like that. You know, off we go. It can come from something someone says to us. Even someone we love. They didn't maybe mean to say it like that in a way that hurt our feelings or got in our head, but different ways that these messages come and make no mistake. The biggest way these messages can come is through, um, the adversary whispering them to us because he knows that it's going to work on us and it's going to get in our head and make us miserable. So they come from a lot of sources. I'm not as concerned today about where it comes from. The message, this, the message that you may be dealing with this week, I, I had one specifically that was trying to really get in my head. It's good to notice where they're, they're coming from because then we can shut down that channel, right? We can be more aware of it and we've talked in other episodes about that. But today, 
let's get more specific about what to do once you recognize that a certain message is taunting you. And again, it may take some work. You may listen to this and go, I don't think I have anything that's really bugging me this week. But just for the sake of argument, and just because we are going to get more specific about this, um, I want you to just think through the different parts of your body. Is there anything that's been in your head lately whispering to you? It can be stretch marks. It can be your roots are growing out. It could be a little wrinkle you found. It could be the size in your jeans or the number on the scale that you saw recently that you didn't like. It could be anything. What message has been on replay in your head? Um, and what have you done about that? Maybe take a minute and just think about a lot of us have kind of that same piano key message that plays in our head over and over. Mine are like the same core messages. It's not like a hundred different ones. It's always, I've joked about, there's always a message about my hair. If I'm not careful, I get obsessed about how much I hate my hair and how I'll never have it look good and blah, 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 blah. But they're always kind of the same theme for me. Weight, if I'm not careful, can be one and just different things, size or whatever. But let's just try to identify a message today. And I'm the one for me that I was battling this week is the idea, especially as I'm getting older, is that I just look horrible without makeup. That was the one trying to implant itself into my brain. And again, the thing with these messages are, you know... <laughs> I am getting older. It's not like that's a completely unrealistic message, right? Um, the, so we take some of these messages and the world has some very specific ways that we're taught to deal with these messages. We hear a lot of different voices shouting because we're all dealing with it. So different sources say, oh, 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 don't listen to that. Just, you know, say it's not true and speak positive affirmations to yourself and tell yourself that, no, 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 you look beautiful just the way you are. And, you know, but I had had someone say something, <laughs> probably just joking around, but it, it, I don't think saying it's not true is enough of a fix because oftentimes the thing we're obsessing about is true. And again, we've talked in other episodes about how we do live in mortal bodies and they're not perfect. Like those pictures we're seeing on Instagram. The reality is acting is real. Stretch marks are real. Like all kinds of these different things that we have to deal with do happen. And so saying, saying, no, 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 it's okay. You're, it's not true. That's just like a, a little cover up. It's not actually going to help us deal with the message because then we'll look in the mirror again and have another bad hair day or another day where we see that thing. And we know, like we know deep down that painting it with a, a different brush and trying to say it doesn't exist, that doesn't work. So the world can also push us to find validation from people that will say to us, oh, no, 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 you're so beautiful. If we, if we seek validation to validate you know, th that the message isn't true, we may get it sometimes. We may want it from men. We may want men to tell us that, no, you just look amazing without makeup. I mean, that's mine, right? Someone just needs to tell me and reassure me that that's not true. And then I can be at peace. Then I can not believe it. But again, what, what if you don't get that validation? What if you can't find somebody to validate? It makes us dependent on the words of others. And again, does it, does it make that thing go away just because someone tried to validate what you were thinking? I, you know, this gets tricky. I don't think it fixes it. 
And then the last one that the world yells at us, if we're feeling some sort of insecurity, is you've got to find a way to fix it. Because in our world, there's all kinds of creams and potions and makeup and surgeries and Botox. And, and you could try to change that thing. And that's how I'll get peace. I have to change it. I, I have to have that plastic surgery so I won't obsess about this anyway anymore. I was talking to a friend and she was talking about how nursing had affected her body and how much surgery could help with that. We were just talking about that. But, and I'm not, I'm not judging. I'm just being very careful to say sometimes we're driven to those drastic efforts to change that and to have to go to the extremes where we insert things into our body or change our body or through surgical means, because we think it's the only way we're going to quiet that message. It's the only way we're going to find peace because the message just taunts us over and over and over. So I want to suggest a better way that really can bring peace. And you know what's coming, I'm sure, because this podcast is a Christ-centered, gospel-centered focus. But I think sometimes we get so um, obsessive about these messages that we get desperate and we try everything we can think of to silence that voice in our head when sometimes all we really need to do is bring that message to the Lord, like bring it to his feet, sit down with him for a minute and hold it out and, and ask for help. The hard thing about our, our brains, when our brains go off like this and start spiraling out of control with these messages, we often can feel like victims. Like, I can't stop it. It's just in my head. I can't stop thinking these things about myself. And we feel like we have no control over it. Like, we just, how can you fight that battle? There's nothing that I feel like I can do. But as I began to realize, as I looked at the way my mind was working, the first step for me was in isolating the message. Sometimes I was just feeling the insecurity. I didn't know what the message was that had caused the insecurity. So sometimes the first step for me was backing up, looking deeper into my head and going, what, what are you saying to yourself? What, it, what's the, what's the whispering in your head? What is it? What is it you feel insecure about? Sometimes it's isolating it, but a lot of times we know exactly what it is, but we don't Realize that we do have a choice how we're going to respond to that message. The message is there. It's come from outside sources. It's come from our own interpretation of events. We saw a movie with an actress that was amazing. And our instant response was, I don't look like her. Wherever the message came from, we've got to realize in this battle that we have the ability to, in that moment, choose how we're going to respond to that message. We can listen to the world's suggestions that we just outlined, or we can take that message and sit down with the Lord and say, help. I was, I was experiencing this, 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 this very thing this week, because I really wanted to go to the place of self-pity validation from others. I was feeling like just swamped by this message. I'm getting older. I'm just, you know, my husband's going to find me attractive anymore. I was just spiraling into that place. And getting the emotions that go with the mental spiraling. When your brain starts to spiral, it triggers all those awful emotions and you start to feel terrible. And, and I was going down that into that black hole when I thought, okay, JC, you, 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 this isn't your first rodeo. Like you've battled this before and you know what to do. Stop. Just stop for a minute. 
Now, the funny thing is, part of me wanted to take it to the Lord for validation and have him say, (laughs) we just have him say, no, you're beautiful. (laughs) But actually what, as I began to pray about that thought to tell the Lord, okay, this is doing, this is doing a number on me and I am kind of PMSing this week (laughs) and I am very prone to letting this get in my head this week. I can just see I've had high stress. I'm not in a really good emotional place. I'm kind of tired. And I can see that this is working on me. Um, I'm getting sucked in. So as I began to pray, um, the one thought that kept coming was how the Lord can give us peace. We Don't we wish he could just work miracles and make that thing change? Or just take the thought out of our mind. But what he did for me, I began to realize, and what he's done many, many times, but I never really isolated it like I did this week what the process looked like. It's the process of handing that message over. And he kind of had this, has had this ability to take the sting out of it. It didn't necessarily stop being true, but I just wasn't tormented over it anymore. I could just kind of look at that thing and go, yeah, it's a thing, but I'm not, I'm okay. I'm at peace. He took the sting out of it. Think with me about some of the scriptures that we hear about this kind of peace. I got to move my scriptures. I'm using real scriptures. So you may hear pages turning, but I'm sorry. I love my scriptures. I don't like doing it on my phone for some reason as much. Um, Isaiah 26. Is that the one? Sorry. I gotta look Isaiah 26 verse three. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusteth in thee. There's a promise there when your mind is stayed on Christ, instead of the messages, instead of the cultural standard, instead of all these things that we want to change and we're obsessing about when our mind is stayed on, on Christ, this verse says mind is stayed on him has an interesting implication, doesn't it? He will keep us in perfect peace. So if your mind is exploding with the opposite of peace, the answer in this verse is to come to him, to put our minds on him instead of the thing that we're obsessing about. There's another one in Psalms 85 verse eight that talks about, he will speak peace unto his people. So again, as we come to him and say, this is tormenting me and I don't want to live in this place where it takes me into negative body image and horrible self-condemnation and insecurity help. He can speak peace to our minds. Not that those things aren't true again, because we're mortal, the acne may still be there. The stretch marks may still be there, but peace just floods our mind. And we're just okay. We're just okay. Being mortal. Okay. Okay. Having this experience. Okay. Moving forward with the aging and the wrinkles and whatever. We're just at peace about it. There's another one. Um, Ephesians two verse 14. He is our peace. Again, let's not look for peace in the worldly answers. The world says you can only get peace if you get surgery. You can only get peace if someone validates and tells you you're beautiful. You got to hear it from somebody. Then you can believe it. What if he's the only one saying it and just telling you it's okay. That is enough. He is our peace. Ephesians 2, Philippians 4, 7. It talks about the peace of God and describes it as something which passeth all understanding 
This is a deeper level piece than what the world is shouting at us that we can find through its solutions. You know, surgery may help for a while. And again, please understand, I'm trying to say this with all the love in my heart. I know some listening to this may have had surgery and I'm, maybe it was the right thing for you. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure that we're all thinking this through before we're jumping to any conclusions. It, you're still going to age. And we're still going to, these are for the most part, temporary solutions. If someone validates you, we look for peace there in there and someone says something and we, we take a deep breath and we go, okay, yeah, they said I'm pretty, I'm okay. Or whatever they said that validated what we needed to hear. How long before the message gets back in your head another way and you're right back. It doesn't bring lasting peace. It just brings some momentary fix that doesn't truly address the message. Christ can take the sting out of that message so that Satan can't keep using it on us over and over and over. We got to go to John 14. Did I not? I thought I put a marker in there. Here we go. This one is the one, and you probably knew it was coming because I'm talking about peace, but this is the one we need to camp on. Verse 27 in John 14. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. It's a gift. It's a gift from him. No matter what we're dealing with with in our minds, he can flood our minds with this peace, this outward gift that he can just bestow on us. But listen to this. You know this verse, I'm guessing. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. It's not found the same way. And it's a more powerful peace. I did that this week. I was being tormented by something that happened. It's the long story and I won't go into it, but... My mind did spiral, but I had to stop in that moment and say, no, 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 no. I'm not going there. I know this battle and I know how to fight back. And it's from Christ alone. He can give me a peace that super supersedes trying to fix that thing. So it goes away. He can just cover me with peace so that even in that thing, whatever that body thing is I'm dealing with, I'm just okay. The world cannot give that kind of peace to us. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. This is a supernatural, beyond our own capability peace that just takes the sting, the hurt out of whatever that person said, whatever your thought, however your mind was condemning this part of your body or that part of your body. He can calm that. We talked in another episode about how he can give beauty for ashes. Sometimes we feel like our body has just reduced to ashes. There's just nothing redeeming about the way I look or whatever. He can give peace, can give beauty. Listen to the end of that verse 27. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Let not your heart be troubled. The let, like don't let your heart be troubled. We do have a choice. We, we don't necessarily always have a choice to not let the message get in our head. We have an enemy. We have a culture that is going to speak and whisper into our head things that we don't want to hear and that will take us down. I mean, that's just part of life on earth. But we do have a choice how to respond to that thing that's tormenting us. We're not a victim to this. The thought may be in our head, yes. And if we're... If we're embracing the thought, it's bringing emotions. It's going to create emotions in the body that will cause self-pity and self-condemnation and insecurity and all the things we've talked about. 
But what if we back that truck up and stop the minute we see that thought trying to get in and we take it to the Lord and ask for help to not let that control us. To not let it send us running to the drugstore for a new kind of hair color or a new kind of a makeup or to the mall for some new outfit that will make us feel better. Like, again, I'm not saying makeup is bad. I color my hair. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying when we do it out of our insecurity, we've turned to a lesser source. Only he can give us this kind of peace. And then once we've tasted it, We'll never want to run to those lesser things again. Now we know how to battle the enemy and we can teach our daughters and our, our friends and our parents, you know, we can talk about this as women and help each other with this battle so that our minds do not have to be victims to these kind of thoughts. I'm sure I'll talk more about this later. It, you can see what I was saying earlier. This is a, an ongoing battle and it's a thing we have to learn to fight And again, here I am at 49 years old having a thought again. I mean, I've written a book on body image and yet here I was with that whispering coming back and I was having a kind of rough week and it just, it just triggered me quicker than, than I realized. And I, I had to stop, but that's okay. Now I know how to fight. I'm learning how to fight because I've tasted his peace I've tasted it and I want it. I don't want to live in that kind of self-condemnation. Oh, good luck. I, I just... Hope that as you bring these things to Christ, you too can taste what it feels like to have a peace that the world can't give and, and be at peace and uncomfortable and comfortable in your own skin. It really is possible through Christ. I hope you have a blessed, wonderful day.